0: Welcome to the Friends With Money podcast, brought to you by Money Magazine, creating financial freedom for Australians since 1999. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Friends With Money podcast. My name is Tom Watson, a senior journalist here at Money Magazine, and it's great to be with you once again. I'm excited to say that we are venturing back into the world of investing today, and I hope you've got your shovel and panning dish at The Ready Listeners because we are talking all about gold. Though uh, we'll be talking less about panning for gold and uh, more about the pros and cons of gold as an investment and uh, how you can go about investing in it if you so wish. And I'm pleased to say that joining us today on our golden journey is market Analyst at Bell Direct, Grady Wolf. Grady, welcome to Friends with Money. It is a uh, a pleasure to have you on board today.
1: Thanks for having me. Hopefully, we find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad you got uh, a nice little analogy. But I was a nice little pun in there, in there uh, to start
1: the to start I know. The-
0: <laughs> I was I was desperately trying to think of things uh, before the show, and I, I came up with uh, with nothing. So well, there you the go. rainbows well ready to go. <laughs> Ah uh, Grady, you're killing me, you're killing me. <laughs> uh, so I guess first of all, Grady, what what typically draws people to gold? You know, obviously it's a precious metal, but but, but how do people, I guess tend to to use it and, and view it as an investment?
1: At the moment, we're seeing a lot of movement into gold simply because of its safe haven nature and with such uncertain times in the economic and macroeconomic fronts and political, geopolitical tensions, a lot of people and a lot of uh, investors especially are seeing gold as the safe haven because it's considered as a few different things. It's a store of value. Um, it holds its value longer than many other assets. It's considered as a hedge against inflation, with some some studies showing that gold can be an effective hedge against inflation, increasing in value as the purchasing power of the dollar declines. And uh, we're mm. also seeing that there are different ways to invest in gold, so it's kind of expanded over time. So the kind of key things that we're seeing investors do at the moment or what's drawing investors to invest in gold is p- firstly because of diversification. So the age-old adage about diversification and um, having gold in the portfolio is kind of a hedge and a staple and a safe haven. Then you have portfolio insurance. So with gold it tends to perform well against other struggling assets over time. Um, so it does this uh, due to its tendency to perform well during crises and obviously we are in a very, cri- very big crisis at the moment with inflation really mm. high, interest rates rising, and it's kind of what we're seeing. The age-old thing, that people used to turn to buying physical gold. Now they still see gold in any form as a safe haven asset But also we see it as a long-term growth strategy as well. So investors see that since the gold gold standard ended, which was the system under which nearly all countries fixed their value of their currencies in terms of specified amount of gold and linked the currency to gold. um, So the free market for gold was born then and the prices performed more or less in line with the S&P 500. So it's done a pretty it's done pretty well which is what we're seeing investors see as a long term growth strategy so while the risk while the appetite for risk was really high during the um, pandemic we're seeing a lot of investors just staple the peg, peg a bit of gold in their portfolios these days as that kind of safe haven reliable asset in there
0: so, so that's such an interesting kind of backstory to gold and, and, and that little bit of basis. But how has, I guess, the recent interest in gold affected um, the price recently?
1: Yeah, for sure. So price has performed really well in Australian dollar terms, but also it's up in US dollar terms this year. So we saw last year, um, there was a lot of fluctuation in the gold price in US dollars because of the strong US dollar. So again, that's why we saw a lot of interest in Australian terms in Australian gold miners and gold because the spot price over the last year for Australian gold in AUD terms is up 14.87% to sit around 2,941 Australian dollars per ounce, whereas in the US it's only up around 6% in 2023. So again, we've seen a lot of macroeconomic factors uh, such as inflation, currency fluctuations and recessionary potential. These have added a kind of shine to this precious metal. But again, we've seen um, in the US, the strength in the US dollar kind of dampened the, um, the gold price in US. US dollar terms and spot spot US dollar price, but for Australian terms, it's been really strong over the last year. So um, that again is another factor of drawing people into gold and how it, how stable it's been in AUD terms. So
0: Grady, how can people actually invest in gold? You know, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm listening to this without any gold in my portfolio, but I'm liking what I'm hearing. So what are some of the options that are uh, available to me?
1: Now, over time, this has expanded from literally just physical coins and gold and gold bars to there are a number of different ways now, which is exciting and uh, scary at the same time because with each option comes different risks. Now, you can Mm. obviously invest in gold miners. Now, gold miners, a greenfield gold miner will raise some capital and go exploring for gold. There's a downside risk that they literally just find dirt though. But it's exciting (laughs) because if they do turn over gold and find some gold, then the value Value for that gold producer comes from the value of the reserve that they find. It is a quite a lengthy process and it requires a lot of capital investment. But at the same time, if you're following the journey, you can see the share price appreciation from literally turning from an explorer into a producer of gold, which we've seen for a number of ASX-listed stocks recently like Red 5, Gold Road Resources and Newcrest Mining, which is one of the biggest in Australia and I think the world. So it's a long process to to invest in gold miners but, again, you're buying into the story of an explorer before it turns into a gold producer so you can really capitalise on the appreciation of the share price. Price once it does turn into a gold producer. And um, the one thing, there is a downside to this, obviously, is that shares in gold miners are also influenced by general fluctuations in the market and market conditions. Mm. But again, over the last year, given how much volatility we've seen in the markets, it's actually been a really good thing for gold miners because they've really maintained their value and their strength with the safe haven nature of their asset. So that's one way. The second way is literally investing in physical gold like the olden days, so buying gold coins, gold bars, gold jewellery from a bullion or a jewellery dealer or a jewellery maker. Um, That's another way to invest in gold. Uh, Doing so, you have the advantage of giving investors full control of the gold they own. But at the same time, you really need to invest in a foolproof safe because the Mm. heightened security measures is that people really want to steal your gold. So having physical gold at home or somewhere is a very, very high risk um, given a lot of people are burglars. So (laughs) um, it's like goes without saying you need a good safe or a good way to store this physical gold. So um, with digitization, it's not the safest method but it is another method you can invest in. But there's also a third option. Option, which is gold ETFs. So, the final and the mo- like one of the most popular in 2023 and in recent years is to invest in gold through ETFs. Now, gold ETFs have really risen in popularity greatly over the past 20 years and currently house around $210 billion US dollars worth of gold around the world, according to the World Gold Council. Now, these are more common. Um, they're the more common kind of ETF appearing on exchanges globally from India, Russia, Egypt, Australia, everywhere. Now, now, gold ETFs are shares or units in physical gold bars that trade on exchange. Now, in many respects, they kind of offer something between literally smooshing together the buying of gold shares, of shares in gold miners, and physical bullion of a gold from a bullion directly. So it's kind of the mixed bag option of investing in gold, but you don't actually physically have the gold. Now, one ETF exposure could like there's many different options. So you could literally have an ETF purely on uh, bullion or one that combines bullion and miners or one that is purely miners. There are definitely different options out there, but investors should have a preference when they're investing in, in ETFs. Um, they give exposure to the gold price um, and the for ETFs that buy and hold physical gold because as opposed to the ones that use derivatives as each derivative contract carries their own risk of counterparty default so what Mm. they need to think about is whether they want the physical gold exposure mining gold exposure or a bit of both so they're the kind of options that we're seeing at the moment
0: I'm glad you mentioned the the holding of physical gold. Um, yeah. now that you've you've outlined it, I'm not sure if I uh, have the stomach uh, myself to uh, I don't to destroy it. Uh, no, I'm nor, do, one I, eye nor open. do I.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With gold under my pillow. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, maybe not very comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um <laughs> before we uh, before we wrap things up, Grady, are, are there any potential, I guess, risks or downsides to gold as an investment?
1: There Ah, definitely. So, you obviously run the risk. It's a commodity. So, you can't deny the fact that gold is still a commodity, like steel, like iron ore, uh, oil, uranium, coal. It's still a commodity. So, it will ride the waves of commodity price um, that fluctuates with different demand supply, the basic economics, all the way to geopolitical tensions. But we do see that investors have favoured the safe haven asset in the recent times because of such uncertain uh, macroeconomic times and uncertainty on the markets. And so, so, understanding that it um, that is one risk, is the dips in the commodity price. Then gold also might outperform the market during, as I said, specific times of uncertainty in the, in economic times. But uh, as we head towards the end of the kind of turbulent times in high interest rate times, once interest rates do start coming down, we see less pressure on cost of living, investors kind of get more appetite for riskier assets and stocks, which is exactly what we saw in 2020 um, for the growth stocks and uh, we saw technology stocks really rise then because investors kind of move away from safe haven because they see that it's kind of safer to do so, as ironic as that sounds. So when times are tough, we do see gold as kind of the number one to to invest in because it's a safe haven, but when times are a kind of kind of cruisy is when we see investors lose their kind of appetite for gold. They still maintain a bit of gold in their portfolio is what we see, but they also gain more risk appetite and move away from gold. So, that's another um, downside potential for investing in gold. Major new gold discoveries. So, there are very few at the moment and so there are a lot in WA, which is obviously a tier one jurisdiction for mining, but Given their lack of supply, uh, lack of new uh, mining deposits being found at the moment, when one does come online, it does impact the, uh, share pr- the price of the commodity of gold because obviously new supply uh, meets the demand that is out there. So demand supply mm. equilibrium is out and so new supply obviously causes a price drop. For for gold, so all the gold miners out there are kind of happy that they've got their deposits, but they don't want any new uh, deposits to come online because it does dampen the price of gold. Obviously, owning gold or bars in an ETF does not provide any income. You literally just sit on that gold, so um, that obviously has no appreciation upside. It's just literally physical gold, and it kind of rides a commodity price. Obviously, Um, and as I said before, there's no guarantee that a gold explorer will find that pot of gold. At the end of the rainbow so it could just be a pile of dirt so <laughs>
0: <laughs> lots to uh lots to think about obviously and i i love that you uh you ended on that i think i that's had say, to uh, end on uh, that great note.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could find i feel like you then. were just <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely teeing yourself up for that so uh, i, fair I play to you, Grady. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, I, I think that's an excellent place to uh, to leave things for today. Then, so thank you so much for uh, for joining us, Grady, and for uh, explaining the basics of gold so well. It's uh, it's been a pleasure having you uh, with us.
1: Thanks so much. I really enjoyed it.
0: Before we go, don't forget that if you enjoy listening to Friends With Money, we'd love you to share or recommend it to your own friends or family. Or you can leave us a glowing review on iTunes, the Apple Podcasts app, or your own podcast player of choice. While you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe to make sure that you get your weekly dose of Friends With Money right in your feed. We'd also love to hear from you if you have any questions, comments, or even story ideas. So to send something our way, make sure you use our dedicated email, which is podcast at moneymag.com.au. And last of all, you can keep up to date with all the latest financial news on our website by heading over to moneymag.com.au. That's it for this episode of the Friends with Money podcast though, but we'll be right back in your feeds next week. Until then, I'm Tom Watson. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Friends with Money podcast. For credible, independent and easy to understand financial commentary, visit moneymag.com.au. Please remember that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and further independent advice and research based on your personal circumstances should
1: be sought before making an investment decision.